Welcome to Lisa Beats for Meat, episode three. We're going to start off with our shot of Jack. Jimmy, cheers. Cheers. Woo! Ah, warm this time. Just perfect. It's getting better. They're not full shots. The last one was. That one was like a half a shot. I can do half shots, not full shots. Is Bob waking up? No, Bob's not waking up, thankfully. Um, our baby boy is upstairs sleeping in his car seat, uh, so hopefully that sustains. And uh, we're ready for episode three. This is a special episode. Uh, it's all about dairy. Um, that's obviously what differentiates between a vegetarian and a vegan. Moo. So, I so this. why? <laughs> I was supposed to. Have that no. ready. Sorry. Dairy's the the secret word, or what's that word called when you have like the special word of the day? Anyways, all about dairy. Uh, but before we get into that, we wanted to hit on um, last episode. We talked about things that were vegan, maybe like surprising, and a couple snacks that we eat on the regular that we did not talk about uh, that are vegan. So I know I said Oreos were vegan, and those are amazing. But if you're really looking for something good, Doritos, the purple Doritos are completely vegan and yes. they're addictive. I think of like sweet chili something. Uh, Doritos, they're amazing. I could eat an entire bag. And then what? We got Swedish Fish and uh, what, Sour Patch Kids. And your favorite. What? The... What is your favorite? Treat? Oh, Chico Sticks. Chico sticks are my favorite. It's like the inside of a Butterfinger. You can only get them at like super ghetto gas stations. I've never seen one. Well, Takis too. If you've never heard of Takis. Takis. Those are Takis and Chico favorite. sticks are from, I guess ghetto is the right term. Yeah. Um, urban areas. Urban. No, because uh, then you're implying that ghetto means urban. Well, cities. Yeah. Okay. I meant <laughs> Not, ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so Doritos... Takis, and if you haven't had Takis before, maybe you haven't been around a strong um, Latino influence. They're in the the like Mexican aisle. I don't know how offensive I just said that, but no, they're, they're amazing. But it's like a rolled chip, and the ones we like are also in a purple bag, right? Yes, they're, they're very spicy. They're the, like the hottest of the hot, like delicious hot rolled chip. They're amazing. So Doritos, and then all the candies, but. What is not in purple Doritos, Lisa? Cheese, right? Cheese, yes. What we're getting at? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it seemed like there was. Well, there, there's definitely dairy in like Cooler Ranch Doritos. I think all Doritos have some sort of dairy but in them. There's a loophole. The purple Doritos, uh, dairy-free and amazing. Wish I had some right now. Instead, I'm going to drink this brew kettle. I'm going to try to only have like a couple drinks throughout this instead of uh, three-fourths of a bottle of wine. So well, it is. I'm going to be coherent by the end. Three o'clock in the afternoon. All right. But today's episode, we did like we did a lot of research. We really took this one seriously because dairy is uh, hard to say, but it, it's fucked up. You should not be eating it. It shouldn't be in your diet. And we're going to tell you why you shouldn't be eating it. So what's in dairy and just how terrible it is on your body. Yeah, and along those terms, I think it's also the hardest thing to give up and uh, we'll talk about why people love their dairy they really do on um savant what's that called southern charm have you ever watched that that show that i made uh, you watch in so that i know you watched it uh there was a guy on it that was there was like a big dinner that all the cast members are on and he was like 
would you guys give up dairy or oral sex? And he was like, I'd give up oral sex. And everyone else at the table was like, are you, what? No. I would give up dairy in an instant. Well, it's an addiction, but... He's addicted, apparently. We're going to get into some more technical stuff. It's not really technical, but just, um, I guess in general, regardless of what we're talking about, um, we don't know any more than anyone else. You know, we're not doctors. We're high school teachers. We don't teach science or health. Um, I, I don't agree with that statement. I believe I know everything about well, this. Well, you do. But where do you get that information? And... From the title of articles? <laughs> yes, we no, read a lot I'm of articles. We, we really did read this and researched it and, and watched and read and really dived in deep. And, and Jimmy's really good at uh, researching. So he's going to take the lead on what's wrong with dairy. <laughs> we can we can cue that up for next time. Um, but in general, I think we talked about before, you know, the China study is a really good book. Um, most of it got turned into a documentary called um, the Forks Over Knives. It was done by uh, Dr. Colin Campbell and his son Jacob Campbell. So that's a really good book to read or listen to. Um, I just read The Cheese Trap by Neil Barnard. And that's Neil all about... Neil Barnard? Yeah. Dr. Neil Barnard. Yeah. I didn't know who wrote that. You didn't? Is oh. that the person you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know him, but I, I saw him speak. Oh, he, okay. He was on the... So I'm assuming he, he talked about that casein morphine, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really good book. It was had some good recipes in it. And uh, The Food Revolution um, is a few different books by John Robbins. Um, and he is the son of Baskin from Baskin Robbins, which is the number one selling dairy ice cream um, in the history of the world. And he passed up, a, you know, a billionaire. Co- a, it is a billion dollar company um, to go off and promote and health not, through his not books. not be a dairy eater. Yeah, he kind of went the extreme, though. I feel like people who are raised rich kind of go the extreme. He talks about how he moved off to some weird island off of Canada with his wife, and they spent less than $1,000 a year living. But Okay. Yeah, like, sorry, you were... That's, you were yeah. that's the type of vegan we don't want to talk about, though, because <laughs> that's what people think vegans are. Yeah, yeah. That's not a good look. Well, I think if you've but, listened to any of our episodes, we're... We're fairly normal people. Um, we're not too strange Hideous. and out there, yeah. Oh, I'm currently growing my dreads in, so. Oh, that'd be terrible. <laughs> Who would ever have dreadlocks? Uh, Jimmy had dreadlocks. Okay. Many years? Uh, Anywho, let's two. get into the nitty-gritty. Tell okay, me about so dairy. Those are just some of the resources that we use, but we read a lot of books. I mean, I'm just saying we're not experts on this, but this is how we understand it. But a lot of the stuff that's very technical, we have researched, and a lot of it is factual. And if you don't agree with it or you don't believe it, it up it could be one because you don't want to um like me for most of my life or two you just uh you're just not that concerned you understand that some things are bad for you but you're still going to do them we all do them we lisa and i you know we make health decisions that aren't the best but the cheese one hopefully we'll be able to convince you a little bit today um is incredibly dangerous um it's incredibly damaging to your physical health um on every level um but when I became a vegan, or long before I was a vegan, I always said I could probably be a vegetarian. Um, couldn't give up that cheese. Couldn't give up that cheese. And People I, love their cheese more than oral like sex. That's why there's a lot of vegetarians out there. Yeah, probably. Um, For the record, I would give like up cheese. It's probably less now. Um, I think oh, vegan is more of a... Vegan's taken off. It is. Um, the quote that was in this cheese book, it's in most of these documentaries, it comes up a lot. 
um, is what is dairy? What is milk? What is it intended for? You know what quote I'm talking about, Lisa? No. What Baby is calf milk? Yes. Yes. It's to turn about a 40 to 50 pound calf into about a 300 pound cow quickly, rapidly, and then they stop drinking it. Like yeah. cows so don't even drink milk. When you get fat and you're a cow, it's because you're drinking milk. <laughs> get that correlation? It's, it's a superfood to make a cow quadruple its size rapidly. So yes. yeah, just to piggyback on that, milk and dairy is breast milk from a cow. Yes. It is lactating because they just had a baby. And I'll go into my spiel about they take the baby away from the cow, which is awful in my mind. But we should not be ingesting another species breast milk. Like uh, the last episode, we joked that Jimmy tasted breast milk. And yes. You know, whatevs. Um, and that's gross, kind of. Well, is it gross? And, that, and that's, I guess well, that's what you're gross. getting at. It, it is, is gross. gross. And uh, I often joke about, um, can we make some cheese out of this breast milk? Because I love <laughs> cheese, or I and did. There was somebody um, that did that. But that's sickening, like Gross. the thought of it. If you eat cheese, like just think about if we took some breast milk from a human and made some cheese, would you eat that? Um, no. I would assume most people here. You might. But, yeah. Jimmy might. Oh. I would not. It, the thought of it still makes me cringe. Um, but... I don't know. But that's you, what cow's milk you is. You love cows, Lisa, but I think they're kind of disgusting. And from afar, they're kind of cute. But like, if you got like within two feet of an udder and looked at it, yeah. that's gross. Oh my God, are you calling my boobs gross? No, boobs are wonderful. That's, cows' udders are gross. They have like, if you ten, had, like they have like ten boobs. If you had like eight nipples the size <laughs> of like my thumb, that would be disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> With flies well, and stuff. My point is that we shouldn't be eating another species' milk. In itself, like uh, I know, I don't know. There was a push that said that you know this is the most nutritious thing to give your child growing up. Have yourself a glass of milk. But in all actuality, have yourself some breast milk. Uh, progress to where you can eat solid foods, and then call it a day on the old milk. Yes, um, we're not supposed to drink another species milk no. um, for obvious reasons. But um, the cheese thing is, I guess, the biggest addiction. It is an addiction, and Milk, as you know, if you've drank it or stored it in your refrigerator, it doesn't last that long. And when it goes bad, it gets really disgusting. Curdled. Um, so the milk farmers, hundreds of years ago. Um, what do we do with all this old milk? We got too much. So they made cheese. And it's a very complicated process. It's probably one of the most processed foods you consume. Um, if you're worried about processed foods, cheese is insanely processed. Um and it is addictive. So my what's in it that's addictive? My quote was that breast milk, um, or sorry, breast milk, uh, cheese. <laughs> breast milk's the only thing I can't give up. No, cheese is the only thing I can't give up. And um, as I said, I think on the first episode that it became the easiest thing to give up because my body doesn't really want it. Your body doesn't really want it. Nobody's body wants cow breast milk. That's not. A natural thing and there's no yeah. way to convince anyone of that but no, you um, got past your three days like yes. I said three days and you're done there's casomorphines I guess it's called um, in well, milk we've heard of casein yeah casein so Casein's when they part of milk when they look at the brain um, and they study addiction um, apparently these casomorphines attach to the same receptors in your brain as heroin um, and morphine and other addictive drugs. So it does have that same addictive tendency 
not just because it's tasty and you want to eat more of it. You're actually you're addicted. addicted to it. You are physically um, addicted to the caseins. And uh, ooh, Lisa, this is for you. Oh yeah. Um, there, there are some opiates. Um, why? You're saying that because you know I love opiates. Yes. Well, here's the question. <laughs> um, why would there be an addictive or opiate quality oh, ding, ding, ding. in milk, I Lisa? Get it. I get it. Because uh, that that cow, when they produced their milk to give to their baby cow, um, life with whoever designed life designed babies to have to be addicted to it in order to sustain life. So my baby right now is breastfeeding, and whoever designed it um, said that you know you you need to physically crave this to evolve into a, a normal human being. So you got that right. I did. Yes. yes. Okay. But I, I want you to elaborate on this. And it actually came up in the book and I thought it was hilarious because I never even thought of this. What? What's your favorite Bob state of mind? Milk drunk. Milk drunk. That's oh, a real thing. It's the best. Um, they're actually coming down off getting their addiction their Physiological uh, need. Yeah. If you've ever, if you have a kid out there or you know babies, uh, after they eat a lot or just a little I don't know I think he gets it like every time but they just go into this state of like awake but asleep just goofy like uh, I don't know states where yeah, he's, something's he's drunk. been fulfilled yeah his he's, addiction has been fulfilled yeah and he just he's yeah. satisfied to say the least so that's an actual real thing so there are and that addictive happens to qualities. Us, then. yeah so the more you drink or eat cheese I mean I don't think a ton of people are drinking milk um, I used to drink a lot of milk, so milk I actually was liked disgusting. it but I think I most people it. aren't putting it back I thought it was um, gross. I, mean, I just knew. I just knew it was like a five-year-old in the kindergarten. I was like, this shit is gross. Well, they they try to convince you that it isn't gross. And that's something that I've learned firsthand, having an eight-year-old son in elementary school, that from the beginning of school, they're You're convincing him and his parents that milk is um, not only a necessity, it's... It's what you got to drink. You got to drink it every day. And Yeah, do you know, um, I'm sure we'll hit on this a little bit later in a couple... No, Episode 75, that uh, in order for a child at daycare not to drink milk at that daycare, they have to have a doctor's note that says they are lactose intolerant. So in order to refrain from milk, they have to get doctor's approval that says they're not insane. allowed. That's just so fucked up. That and makes me so pissed. The We are going to get into a little bit later how the dairy... Um, companies influence legislation and the government but just on a, a personal level of experience um when james comes home and tell you remember when he tells us about the milk cartons the in letters the morning? Yeah. yeah so him and his buddies sit around a table in the morning at school and they all get their milk um or it's at lunch and chocolate milk regular milk whatever you grab in the carton at the bottom of the carton is a score a letter an a b c d or f and they all compare who got the higher score at the bottom of the milk carton. Yeah. And if they get a D or a C, um, they can go up to the a la carte section and purchase another little carton of milk really? that they can throw back. And maybe they'll get a B or an A. It's just yeah. a random pick thing. And uh, That's awful. it's insane. Mm -hmm. And there and then is he comes an, home and he goes to the bathroom and sheds a tear. He actually does cry when he takes a shit it's sometimes. Awful. <laughs> and he's like, just intolerant. We all are on some level. Um, but he doesn't have another choice. He can get water from like the water fountain or he can buy a bottle of water a la yeah. carte. Water does not come with his school lunch. And he goes to a really good school. 
Um, and we teach in school in a high school that's um, less than a really good school. It's it's a what? it's an urban school. It's a great school, but it's like your favorite ec- word, urban. Ec- City. It's a city school. <laughs> no, it's an inner city school. Um, uh, let's just say that all our kids get free lunches. Yeah. Free lunches and free breakfasts. Yeah. Academically, we're not the best. We have great kids, but we also have really struggling kids. We have a lot of poverty in our community. Yeah. Um, but again, in high school, their choice is a carton of milk mm-hmm. or nothing. Li- Do or they get those like barrels water. of like uh, sugar water? No, they, they don't, don't even get, get that. No. <laughs> Which I'm learning would probably be, not probably, definitely be better sad? than milk. Um, that's crazy. It is, but that's all part of... You know the government aspect in this, but I think we can save that for a little later. Let's convince people, health wise, why um, should they not? Why be they should milk? not be drink? Well, I Dairy. think it's more the cheese thing. Like I said, a lot of people don't drink milk. If they do, it's chocolate milk, or they put it in a protein shake or something. But something that most Americans do consume cheese. an insane amount. And mm. more recently, um, I was reading the other day that since the um, who were the two big things? So pizza. Yeah. Pizza is where we consume the most cheese. And then the boom of fast food restaurants in the 50s and 60s, slapping cheese on everything. Yeah. Um, that's when our consumption changed. So we went in about, I think it was ni- the early 1900s. Sorry, I need a plug in my baby monitor. Yes, do that. It has like an hour of battery life. It's not a good Sorry, one. sorry. It's very unprofessional. Keep going, no, Jimmy. It's cool. Um, oh, the, the fast food restaurants. Um, but 100 years ago, the average American consumed how many pounds of meat, you think, Lisa? Not meat, cheese. Cheese, like a day, a week? No, a year. A year? Yeah. Oh, Lord, I don't know. Uh, 15. Close. Um, four. No. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's a, it's a tough one. I have one. absolutely no sense of measurement, I wouldn't either. I mean, who would know that? But um, the average American consumed four pounds of cheese a year. Today, the average American consumes 33 pounds of cheese a year. 33 pounds? 33 pounds of cheese a year. Hey, wait. What's the... Uh, how many calories are in one pound of cheese? Melted cheddar cheese, um, 980 calories. So about 1,000 calories in a cup of melted a cheddar cheese. cup of melted... Now, I, I'd hope no one's eating a cup of cheddar cheese. Well, I did. I would definitely eat a cup of cheddar but cheese. But didn't you say that there I was... I whole blocks of cheddar cheese with, a, with a box of Triscuits. A whole block. All the time. Actually, I think I witnessed that a couple of times. <laughs> you did. That port wine cheese. Oh, my God. You used to eat that whole Holy entire thing. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, it's insanely fattening. Well, that's that's the other thing, too. Um, it's a different kind of fat. It's the way your body processes it. So I guess maybe just talking about being fat or being overweight, trying to lose weight, the average American apparently gains 1.5 pounds a year. Just in, uh, just in general? Just in general, skin. overall, across the board. American That's, adult. You know what, that sucks and not to go off on a tangent. Yeah. But if you're old and you are thin, you're good looking. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean. You don't have to be that, you could You could just be butterfaces. That's yeah. all you have to be when you're old to, to be hot when you're older. Or young. Yeah, it's just A good body, body kind of. goes so far. <laughs> it really does. We can't do much about our faces, but um we're talking a lot about health here, but no, physical appearance. Um, it makes a difference. Yeah, and uh, that is something that... Um, Don't eat cheese if you want to be hot. That's what we're saying. Boom. But even a pound and so a half a year... clearly we're like really good luck up, <laughs> <laughs> pound and a half a year adds up pretty quickly. Um, you know, just think about that. And that's just an average American. Um, if you're consuming a lot of cheese, um, that's going to go faster. Yeah. 
and it's not I mean you could say well it could be bread it could be carbs it could be all these other things that we think make us fat but um, well they, they do but like when you take the bread away and the carbs away you uh, you might lose weight but then you're gonna gain it back if you take the cheese away and the dairy away you're not gonna necessarily gain that back it's not it's not such a fad diet yeah it's, this isn't a diet They're, it's the way we process it too so sugar and carbs turn into fat. Um, but it's very difficult for your body to process sugar and carbs into fat because... Plus you also um, use those. Your yeah. first thing when you're exerting any sort of, um, you know, exercise or whatever, you use your carbs. You and that's what they're for. Right. Um, our bodies were designed what to... What is dairy for? Hold on. Our body was... To, exactly. Nothing. This is not supposed to be in our body. Our bodies were designed to um, save some of that as energy because, right. and you know, however many million years ago or thousands of years ago, sorry, um, or hundred, hundreds of years ago, whatever, we didn't have this much access to food. Right. Um, so our bodies were would store it. Um, but just to process sugar um, and carbs into fat, your body burns about a third of that just sugar. Yeah. So down. just actually transferring the carbs into right. fat is work for your body. So your body's working. It's right. doing something. Um, and then what's the, left, the inside you can quickly organs. use it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're, if you're consuming an insane amount of carbs and you're not doing anything active at all, yeah, that's going to that's gonna build up. But if you're you're moving around, you walk. Right. Like they always say, so like uh, I always thought growing up it was 2,000 calories a day. Like that was like I yeah. thought in my head that's how many calories you got. But you exert, you know, how many calories do you think you exert just from living, just from walking yeah, around? I mean, it depends around, on the calories, you know. Yeah. I mean, like I'm saying, if I'm taking in 2,000, I'm spending, I don't know, 1,500 just, you Yeah, know, work. You walk to the bathroom, you walk alive. to the office, you walk the dog, hopefully. Uh, right. So we're taking in carbs and we're taking in sugars. You're, you're going to spend some of that, but you do need some of that to live. But if you're taking in these dairy products, this cheese... Um, it doesn't really process And if you're like trying that. to be a healthy person, too, you're going to be active. I mean, you're going to exercise. Um, and you don't have to exercise like a lunatic. And we'll talk about that maybe later on because yeah. we have our theories on that, too. But I went with the low-carb diet for a while when I first started working out and getting in shape. And it worked for me, but um, it was very strict. I had to pay a lot of attention to everything that I ate. Everything had to be measured. Um, I had to make sure I was avoiding carbs. I didn't eat carbs after a certain time at night. But in reality, the dairy, I mean, I put cheese on everything. There's no carbs in cheese. So I had cheese on everything. I ate two huge hunks of chicken at lunch with mustard and ketchup on it because it was low carb. But my body needed those carbs because I was working out a lot. Yes. But anyway, so your body uses a lot of that energy from the sugar and the carbs. But cheese, which is packed full of calories and fat and sodium, that all just turns into fat immediately that's not it's not being stored it's not it's not working itself into a fat in your gut just sitting it's it's just not natural it's really weird but it is tasty but i thought it was tasty it's actually not and you'll find that out if you attempt to give it up for a little while because i don't it's the only thing that i don't miss i do like i said i'll say it probably once an episode miss chicken wings i miss them more than anything um they're the only thing that i haven't found a substitute for i have substituted um, we just came across the best burger ever that tastes to me like a burger. Beyond Beef. Yes, it's a little bit better than a real beef burger, but... Do you guys want to uh, produce us? Beyond oh, yeah. Beef. We would so, love it. Support us, sponsor <laughs> us. We will We will go after them. Um, it's, it's only available at Whole Foods right now. No, actually, I think it's at Safeway. 
too. Mm-hmm. Beyond Beef is. I saw a little like. meme. I don't know if you've caught on. That's where I find the majority of my information from memes and Instagram. I would love that. Yeah. But they're delicious and they're really, um, I don't know. They taste like a burger. I don't really know what burgers taste like because I wasn't, I've the fir- never <laughs> So the first time I saw this, so I saw it on, a, I think on a documentary or I read an article about it. And, you know, they make veggie burgers, Morningstar. Mm-hmm. Lisa makes an amazing veggie burger that um, should be on her Instagram, Lisa Beach Meat. <gasps> I'll make that soon. Um, and it's unbelievable. And there's chickpea burgers. There's black um, bean, black bean burgers. But I think Boca tried to make one that, that was like an actual regular burger. beef burger. Yeah. Uh, if you're going after a regular beef burger, you're probably going to be disappointed. Um, once I... Stopped going after those and just and went after. Realize what you're eating. Yeah, went after a veggie burger um, that wasn't trying to simulate meat. So these are much better. Yeah, that's because that's what my my veggie burgers had a ton of flavor in them. You know, I I put a ton of uh, like the adobe chipotle's and adobo and the smoke and molasses and um, black beans and all this crazy stuff and it was delicious. So I just formed this opinion of that's what a burger is. But when he showed me these Beyond Beef burgers, he was like, this tastes like a burger. And I was like, ugh, these are okay. Yeah, yeah like I, I guess I just said, like, avoid chasing burgers that taste like beef. But they did it. Yeah. They did it. They're Beyond really Beef did it. And, yeah, Lisa was like, I've had those. They're not that good. And I was like, well, I still want to try them. And she's like, well, they're not that good. And then um i just kind of forgot about him and then i asked lisa so when's the last time you actually had a cheeseburger like never yeah i don't like the fourth grade i have <laughs> no idea <laughs> where for most of us um americans we ate a lot of those especially off the grill um towards the end of american my cheese oh, all right we're going on a tangent let's that's talk fine about, no let's but... talk about american cheese oh yeah so yeah it really, let's talk about not, that this is really a dairy a, episode authentic flavor of all American cheese. How is cheese get made? And I don't really know very much about the actual cheese making process. Oh, well, they take milk. Yes. Uh, they curdle it. The whey and uh, the curdles come to, they float to the, the top. That's so gross. You take those curdles, you smush them up, and depending on how they, they dry them, um, they age them. So yes. like really nice Parmesan cheese has been aged for a really long time. Or Oh, the uh, the bacteria. So that oh. certain bacteria that add to the cheese give it like certain funks. Different flavors. And uh, what is it? Limburger is really gross. Yeah. But there's a couple other cheeses too. It might have been provolone. Um, some of the funkier cheeses, the bacteria is the same bacteria that you would pull off your socks or it your, makes feet your feet smell? or your stinky shoes. And I destroy shoes um, before I discovered, I didn't want to admit I wear these, but yeah. those no-show socks that oh. look really silly yeah. when you take your shoes <laughs> off. Um, Real cause, manly. Because I've really destroyed some shoes. But that bacteria it's is the, the same, same bacteria that, that gives some cheese. It's pungent It's, it's pungent smell. smell. Oh, blue cheese was great, but that's just what, moldy cheese? It's moldy cheese. What is going? That yeah. was so good, though. Moldy cheese. Oh. But anyways, yeah. how is cheese made? Cheese. So they they boil. I mean, this is just my. I'm uh, I'm into food, so I feel like this is my basic understanding of it. But I wouldn't say this is you know don't take it for uh, for verbatim. But I they boil the cheese, the the curds in the way. There's like a poem about that. Um, they separate. You take the curds. You turn it into um, into a mush. You dry it out. That turns into cheese. 
So that's like the typical way of cheese, but the cheese that we know doesn't necessarily do that. Like, for example, when you see a commercial and they, like Kraft has a commercial that's like, our cheeses don't have any oils in it. And you're like, wait, what? Cheese had oil in it? I didn't get that. <laughs> because um, a lot of other cheeses would hi- use like hydrogenated oils and enter that into those curds or that whey and create its own product. So when we say cheese is processed, it's it takes a lot to get from milk to cheese. Like when you're eating your mozzarella stick or your string cheese or your um, low-fat you know, shredded mozzarella, Mm -hmm. you're eating some pretty nasty stuff. So I don't know what Jimmy had on deck for talking, but I want to talk about uh, low fat and the calcium intake. Yes, please. Okay, so. Wait, hold on. Oh, man. Um, No, uh, the calcium thing, though. Can I intro that? You intro it. You intro it all day. (laughs) Because I think you have a a better stand on this. Um, But Calcium. What is Strong calcium? bones. Yep. Um, this is what we're told our whole life. Mm-hmm. I've come across very educated people who say, what about the calcium? Mm-hmm. You have to have milk oh um, to get calcium. Um, obviously, no, because milk is not, cow milk is not made for human beings. Nope. So calcium is not a necessity. I wonder what the calcium um, amount is in uh, breast milk. Uh, it's, it's fairly low that I read, but... Yeah. Um, it's also a, not a necessity. It's a necessity, sorry. It's not as high of a necessity as, as we, we were led to believe. Yes. Um, and guess what has more calcium than milk? Sesame seeds? Broccoli. Broccoli? Well, most greens. Oh. Most green vegetables. Oh, yeah, you told Probably me Probably sesame that. seeds, too. Sesame, oh, no, definitely. Uh, sesame seeds has the most per serving, but no one eats, like, a cup of sesame seeds. You have, like, a, you know, a sprinkle on something. Yeah, right? they're on, like, a bun but or sesame, something. But sesame seeds, which is also uh, tahini. So eat a lot of tahini. Uh, which tahini's using like hummus and baba ganoush. Um, baba ganoush. You ever had baba ganoush? Uh, Do you no. know what that is? I've, I've thought that was like a person. Sounds like like no. your your grandma. Oh my god! Have no, you met God baba ganoush yet? It's an She's eggplant. such a sweetie. It's an eggplant dish. <laughs> it's the same thing as hummus. It's like very Greek, I think, uh, but it's ground up eggplant and tahini and garlic and. Okay. Well, what is hummus? Chickpeas? Hummus is chickpeas. Okay. We're um, getting off topic. But do, your, do your thing. I want to hear you try to pronounce right. these words. Oh, no. I, I'm not going to pronounce any fun words. I'm going to say it how I know it in my head. So, okay, calcium. We are told uh, milk gives us strong bones uh, because of the calcium. So we need calcium, right? Kind of wrong. So when there's studies done, and these are studies that I just pulled from my ass, is says that countries with the most calcium. My favorite the, place to study things. The most, the most um, animal protein intake and or dairy intake. The higher the the incidences of osteoporosis. So you're like that's weird because if you're drinking a lot of milk, or you're ingesting a lot of dairy, and you're eating a lot of meat, you should have plenty of calcium. There should be no osteoporosis. And if you don't know what osteoporosis is, osteoporosis is. Um, it's like brittle bones. Your your bones break easily. A lot of old people get this. A lot of women get this. It's like a big women issue. So we're told eat yogurts and your dairies and you will avoid this problem. But with the more consumption of dairy products in these countries, the higher incidences of osteoporosis, which wouldn't make sense from what we're hearing. So what's actually happening is when you ingest... Um, animal protein, whether it be from food, like a, a meat source or dairy products, 
it's a very acidic and it makes your body acidic. Uh, like, it's hard to explain, but the P, you've got a lot of pH going on in your body, meaning that you're either acidic or basic. If we go back to chemistry. Um, and so if you're ingesting meat products and dairy products, it makes your body acidic. And when that happens, your body takes calcium from your bones and leaches it out and it neutralizes the acidity in your body. You go, girl. There's you some got special this. words in there that I didn't use, right? Um, Metobiosectosis? No, something like that. Metob. That might. Uh, I don't think it autocorrected me. I think I just typed that in. Metobiol. I don't know. You explained it really well, though. But, but anyways, that's it what's happening. It has to neutralize that acid, calcium, so it's taking it out of your bones. Right. So the calcium neutralizes the acid in your body, and it takes it out of bones. What's furthermore disturbing is that low-fat and fat-free um, dairy products, which is an animal protein, um, when they take out the fat or the you know whatever, uh, they up the amount of protein. So when you go to the store, you see low-fat Greek protein or Greek yogurt. It's got 73 grams of protein. You're like, holy shit, this is awesome. Uh, but what's happening is when they get rid of the, um, the, the fat, they have the protein, which means that it's just more and more acidity, acidity, which means that more and more calcium is needed to neutralize that protein. So the low-fat and fat-free dairy products are even worse for you than what you would think because of this neutralization process. Now, I mean, you might be getting protein from this this dairy product that's good for something, but it's bad for your bones. It's pretty easy to debunk the calcium thing. If you look it up online, because um, I mean, when I first heard that, I was shocked because I went my whole life watching these Got Milk commercials, um, hearing all these different, I don't know, health teachers even in school telling me that, you know, you need to have strong bones, you need to drink your milk. And one th way that kind of proves that that is um, not true, yeah, BS is the fact that, oh, hi, Bob. Um, commercials on TV are regulated differently than products from the FDA or the USDA. And you're never going to see on a milk carton or a pack of cheese that this has calcium that is good for your bones in it because there is no Evidence. scientific proof that that is true, so they are not allowed to put it on a milk carton. So um, calcium does not, from milk, build strong bones. But calcium is really good for you, and it does build strong bones, but not casein, not no. cow milk, you broccoli, That's what, greens. So this, is, this is where I come in. Yes, you can get it from natural sources, broccoli, your greens, sesame seed. I've got a wealth of, uh, of foods that you can eat and get your, your dietary needs of calcium. So you think that you're eating dairy products to get calcium, you're you're sadly mistaken. Well, let's talk a little bit about lactose intolerance. Right. Um, lactards. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not a very PC term. Um, but we're all lactose intolerant. We're all lactards. Um, we're all lactards. Well, statistically, I guess, um, African Americans, based on whatever we deem lactose intolerant, I think it's 100%. But African Americans... Um, 73% are lactose intolerant. Mm -hmm. And that's based on like, not our theories. That's on like just regular old. Yeah. Um, I think it's 53% Hispanic and 95% Asian. And I th it's a little lower for um, white Americans, whatever that means. Um, but 
Wait a minute. The so the government. I think it was uh, what the health is a documentary. There's a, a doctor on there who's you know a black guy. And he's like, he's like the government is telling me in my food pyramid to consume something that they also are telling me 73% of African Americans are intolerant of. Yeah. And that's that's insanity. So why is our government telling us what is, so I don't know if we talk about the food pyramid or the food Ooh, yeah. whatever. Um, in the food pyramid, we all grew up with this. You know, eat your grains, eat your meat, eat your greens, your fruits, and your dairy products. The government is telling us to eat dairy products. Why? Keystone has less than one gram of protein in it. Oh, really? So you have like 20 of those. You got 20 grams of protein? Yeah. Well, Keystone light. Bottled beer taste in a can. Sorry to interrupt you. Anyhow, why is our government telling us to eat dairy products? Why do they promote a food pyramid? Um, Yeah, so I think we should have a whole episode on spiracies, whether they be cow or con. Um, but, uh, but yes, yeah, so the government is involved, obviously, in our nutrition, um, for better or worse. The government that tells us every, every five years they go back and they reevaluate um, the nutrition guidelines tell us as Americans what we should be consuming. Right. They also use this to, pr- to um, prepare MREs for our military. Mm-hmm. Um, they recommend it to our, our public schools, yeah. our public institutions that you know people need to be fed. So they're gonna they're gonna like go back. back when ketchup was considered a vegetable. It still is. It is. It still is in high schools. That's well, actually, no. I'm sorry. I agree with that. That's your I tomato. Eat, <laughs> I eat so much ketchup. It's fine. Uh, but every five years, you can go lobby to our government and tell them that you know you should Why be included should be in included. this nutritional thing. And um, it Dairy is just clearly did that and dominate. Yes. Well, it turns out half the people on this panel um, about 10 years ago. Wait, is half the people who are deciding this or half the people that are lobbying it? No, the decide the people who decide what our nutritional guidelines are. We're taking tons of money from Kraft Cheese, yeah. from Sargento, I think, um, from all of these companies, Dannon, yeah. that promote dairy, saying you got to put dairy in there and, and you, you have to. But they, they weren't looking at this without money. Yes. Um, so anyways, there was a big lawsuit and actually um, they won. That's not... That's not so uh, you cannot be lobbied into... No, but... into uh, Getting into the food pyramid. But we still... S- we still, we still do. Yeah, we still um, subsidize meat and dairy um, and the farmers. And that has a lot to do with how much they give to for, our legislators For people in Congress. For me, like six months ago when I didn't understand subsidies, yeah. um, I'm going to explain what that is. Me? No. Yeah. Like I'm yeah, saying, like, please speak to Lisa six months ago who you were like, subsidies. And I was like, yeah, subsidies. Well, the but co- I didn't know what the hell that meant. I want to explain what subsidies are. And Jimmy's actually probably better at that. So what is a subsidy? Well, it's it's com- well in general, a cheeseburger at McDonald's that costs what a dollar should cost like five dollars. Right. Um, the, Why? The there's tax breaks. There's different incentives that our cattle farmers and our dairy farmers get from our government to continue doing what they do. Right. Um, so the government helps pay Why would the, the cost do that? for production. Um, that's we'll save that for another episode. No, we could we could talk for hours. Why would they do that? Yeah, it goes it goes way back to um, 
trying to promote good business in this country. Okay. Um, it's kind of outdated now because they're mega billion dollar corporations, but to try to help them out. And also we thought that this was the superfood, like milk yeah. could save the world, milk could solve hunger, like it came from a good place. Yeah. Um, but now that, I guess, so prostate cancer, um, liver cancer, breast cancer, a lot of these things are now being traced back to dairy and it's incredibly dangerous. And to be more specific on that, you're 34% more likely to get prostate cancer um, as a male if you consume an average amount of dairy. That's butthole cancer, right? Uh, yes. That's where they went when they checked my prostate. You had that done? Not cancer, but yeah. I had a... Did they stick a thing up your butthole? A uh, finger, yes. A thing. finger? <laughs> it's a finger. You've been, your finger's been up your butthole. Yeah. A finger's never been up my butthole. Mm, the night is young, young lady. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Heyo. You started it. Anywho. Um, yeah, so the the link to dairy and prostate cancer is just as clear as the link from cigarettes to lung cancer. So think about that if you're a male because um, that would be a terrible place to get of cancer. Of impotence, too. Yes. Impotence is caused... Um, I can go over this one. Someone called it the canary in the coal mine. So when you have heart disease, which heart disease is usually caused by pro, uh, meat proteins and then our dairy products, they said that the first thing, the sign that you're having some sort of um, clogged artery would be the impotence. So your arteries are the things in your heart and your body that blood flow through. And if blood's not flowing through them correctly because there's so much built up plaque from eating meat and dairy, uh, the blood runs slower. So we all know what an erection is. It's There's chocolate. A lot of blood going in that, ah. and um, if your arteries are slow, then you're 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 not going to your things not going to rise. So Viagra's and the isn't there like some generic uh, one? But all that's all those medicines to fix impotence. You just cut out meat and dairy. You'd you'd be hard for days. Like it, your your dick doesn't stop working when you get older. Jeez, man. That's uh, okay. that's that's because of what you're eating. Just have my eye. No, it's true. It's true. And uh, the canary in the coal mine. I like that analogy. I've never heard that. But we've covered a lot today. But there's just so much more to talk about. But dairy is a huge part of our diet, and um, we can't American hit it all diet, right now. Not and our diet. The government stuff. We're gonna talk more about that. Um, we haven't even gotten into what goes on on a dairy farm, and Lisa's no. an expert there, and that's a bit horrifying. Or what's actually getting snuck into our milk. Pus. Um, yes, lots of it. We'll talk uh, about pus. Zit cream in your milk. Hopefully we've convinced you a little bit. But Lisa, being an expert here... Has um, some alternatives. Yes. How can you beat my cheese? Right. How can you beat my milk? <laughs> don't well, beat my milk. <laughs> you don't want to. Um, please don't beat my milk either. Um, anyways, so yeah, without just sending you off saying that dairy is a horrible thing, there are alternatives, and the alternatives are getting better and better. As, Way better. As a vegan for a while now, uh, when fake cheese started off, it was chalky and hard and didn't melt and was really like a bizarre substance. But science in the vegan world is really coming far, and there's some great alternatives that you can use. So tonight... Uh, Jimmy and I are going to have pizza, and we're going to use our favorite meltable cheese. It's Daya, D-Y-A-I-A, I don't know. D-I-Y-A? D-I, Daya, I don't know. It's Daya. Um, this cheese is, is speci- it's a non-dairy cheese. It's specifically good for melting, so I use it in my mac and cheeses, or on pizzas, or if I'm making some sort of Italian 
dish that needs some melted cheese. Where would you buy such a cheese? Um, well, you know, at most Kroger's around here, which is the local grocery store, they have it, but not always. It's usually found in, like, that organic section that no one wants to go through. Uh, that's where you'd find it. But it's always going to be at Whole Food. I don't think Trader Joe's sells diet cheese, but they have their own version of um, vegan cheese. So, diet cheese is a great brand. Chow, it's like C-H-A-O cheese, sliced cheese. That's the shit for... Oh, chow, yes. Yeah, not melting wise. I mean, it does melt, but just in, like, sandwiches. If you're someone who maybe used to unwrap a pack of processed cheese food <laughs> or a slice of maybe Swiss cheese out of the fridge and just eat that straight up, which... Chow. Chow is your man. Chow is your man. I still do that with this chow now. It's and really it, it good. It does the job. It's fantastic. So... Uh, that's some fake cheese. There's a lot of uh, artisan uh, fake cheeses out there now that are vegan, like nut logs and um, I don't know, cashew stuff. And they're all very good. Uh, but diet cheese, like this is, um, they're not they're not good for you. Uh, but they replicate cheese well. That's they're, where, they're better for you, right? So it's like if you they're better for you in that they're not giving you they're not putting bad stuff in your body. But I would I would not want to say that. Daya or chow is uh, like nutritionally sound. Cashew is though, right? Cashews because it's made from cashews. So, how, so how do you when make I cashew make, cheese? I'll make um, some cashew cheese, which um, is more of like a like a dip. You can refine it into a harder cheese if you want to make it on your own. But I make it out of raw raw cashews and nutritional yeast. Two things that vegans, all vegans, should get super into is. Uh, raw cashews and nutritional yeast. Oh, one thing I learned the hard way what? that Lisa knew and I didn't yeah. um, is that there's a lot of really bad vegan stuff out mm -hmm. there. And so if Let you, me guide if, if you. you, Lisa can guide you, or if, if you buy something that's trying to mimic meat or cheese or blah, blah, blah. Make sure it's um, good. And it's terrible. It, you might have just got the wrong kind. Some yes. people aren't as good at it. Like Daya, we use their cheese, yeah. but their mac and cheese in a box. No, the, that's the good you like. Oh, that. that's it's like the Velveeta one. Yeah. There was another brand of uh, mac and cheese in a box, and it was disgusting. I couldn't I'm even like, eat yeah. it. And I would, I eat some stuff. I Sometimes just because I made it, I have to eat it. Yeah. And I, could, it was bad. I couldn't even swallow it. It was so bad. No, I, I know about these vegan brands. I've used them for years now, so I can tell you what's good and what's bad. So, in the terms of cheese, Daya and Chow cheese. And if you want to make it on your own, you use raw cashews and nutritional yeast. Nutritional yeast, um, it's this weird substance. It tastes cheesy. It's kind of bizarre to ingest a lot of amount of yeast because that's like a terrible word um but nutritional yeast if you look it up it's got a crap ton of great stuff in it and it makes things taste cheesy it's what i put in tofu scramble in the morning for like uh simulating some sort of like scrambled eggs it's really good for you and it's um i don't know it's it's awesome it's about anybody who's a vegan knows what uh, nutritional yeast is so those are two um options for fake cheese so tonight we're going to have pizza and i'm going to put some diet cheese i'm going to post some pictures of it on my instagram and i'll post some recipes i'm sorry my recipes are usually just ingredients and not necessarily how much you need to put in it um i'm really bad at writing recipes down i haven't used a recipe in years so <laughs> well, i feel like I uh, a lot of the feedback we get just in conversation or maybe from this podcast is um yeah i'm convinced or i want to give this a shot i want to give it a try 
Um, well, but I got I don't, your recipes. I don't know what to do, but Lisa does. I will beat your meat. Ask her. Yeah. Text her, email her, or Instagram her, or whatever. Right. But she's been trying to put some of these recipes on Instagram, but um, well, we're there. We're there. She's there to answer any questions about tonight, what to eat. Up tonight is uh, pizza. So if you think, oh, I can't live without my pizza because I love cheese. Um, check out my pizza. It's going to be pretty dang. Oh, I would it's invite amazing. you over to have some, but I don't know who you are. So I actually probably know who most of these people are. But. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to leave it at that. Um, we're not done talking about dairy. Our next episode is going to be the second episode on dairy just because we haven't talked about a lot of things of how the cows are treated, how that injects into how the dairy comes out, the, the hormones and the antibiotics and the you know, mastitis of the cow's milk and what that affects your meat food. I mean, there's so much on dairy and the the conspiracies of why we're eating dairy and why it's promoted and why we got milk. But we have so much more to talk about with dairy. And uh, this is something very passionate about it. So um, we're going to call it quits on this one. Yeah, so I would just like to leave you with a challenge. Um, if you are even the slightest bit convinced, if someone came up to me and said, I can't, quit everything what should i start with mondays meatless mondays oh meatless mondays or keep eating meat try not to eat dairy for a little while but yeah. in reality try not to eat anything that comes from an animal for three weeks is a long time but three weeks you'll actually feel it you um, will but feel just try not to maybe better. just try not to eat dairy for a little bit uh, maybe you're on like a low carb diet or maybe you're trying to get in shape or maybe you're just want to try something different and see if this will have a, an effect on you. Um, digestively, it has an effect on you. I'll talk more about you'll, that later. You'll see that immediately. Yeah, but i just saying, challenge yourself. To get Why not? Maybe you know you decided to go for a run every day for a week, or you, you decided to quit smoking. You decided Jenny, to... I have to tell you that when you became vegan, you said... You did not say that. <laughs> you said that I'm going to try this for a couple weeks, but I'm not committed to this. I did not start veganism as a Same. as a lifelong lifestyle. Not I said, I'm all. just going to give this a shot for two weeks just to see if I can do it because you are. It's a really good point. And you and stuck with it. Never looked back and never regretted it for a second. In fact, we only don't regret it. We are passionate about it, and we right. want to share how awesome it is with everyone So you else. don't need to commit to changing your entire life. You just need to think about it in terms of, I'm going to try this, and, and maybe I'll feel better. Oh, I'm getting cut off. This is like an Oscar uh, speech. But, yes. Um, we'll Episode be back four, with coming more up dairy. Soon. And uh, if you like it, please comment on it. Please rate it. Please share it. If you don't like it, comment, comment on it. Rate it. Please share it. Let us know what you think. Thank you.